0: how absurd is it that you bought a home on farmland and it and didn't expect this to happen right like literally when you signed the agreement of purchase and sale there were fucking cows on the lawn roaming because it was a farm what did you expect like this is not sim city it doesn't get done in like three days uh there's a whole plan uh that goes around it well why didn't you hop onto the milton website and look at the plans of the expansion of britannia road look yeah. at the plans of expansion for that neighborhood uh and see what you're going to be dealing with and now you have the balls to complain about oh no they closed down all the roads and uh, there's too much dust and you know like what, what why didn't you buy a resale home now you're going to complain
1: to your microphone you get cut off when you do that
0: all right hello welcome to episode 152 of kt confidential the real estate podcast we are your hosts i'm ariel he's adrian why are you laughing adrian (laughs) Already, already i just love how you
1: i love how you put your radio voice on for that welcome to episode 152 trying to keep What's it professional
0: that? you know what i mean 152 episodes in you gotta know what you're doing by now and if you don't <laughs> you probably shouldn't be recording it's a like podcast
1: you become a, you become a whole new person
0: all right today we're talking about the pitfalls of buying a new construction home brand new brand new build yes lots of that happening certainly in our hometown of milton yes and um a lot of the areas uh West and southwest of us. Um, lots of new construction, not so much in Mississauga, Oakville, and well, Oakville, actually, there's still quite a bit going on. Uh, certainly not too much in Burlington, Mississauga, uh, but a lot of it in, in Milton, um, Guelph, um, Hamilton, Ancaster. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. And I think it was a post on one of the local Facebook groups that kind of initiated that thought process for you to want to talk about it in today's podcast. Do you want to touch on that at all? By the way, before we get into that, how are you?
1: <laughs> That's very thoughtful you of doing? you. How
0: are you doing?
1: I'm fantastic. Thank you. I'm really good. Oh, we
0: we got back from uh, a couple of days at, at my place up north and uh, haven't really chatted with you since then. Two full Man. days of
1: me was enough for you for a while. Yeah, it? I just Close my door, lock myself inside. Um, it's been good. Weep into your, wept into your pillow. Yeah, I missed you so much. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Um, good, good, busy. Um, got some work done around the house. Everybody was making fun of my knee pads and in my Instagram post. That was ridiculous. Well, That's what I needed to wear to get the job done.
0: Did you get the job done?
1: Yeah, yeah. It turned out quite nice. I'm quite impressed.
0: So you replaced the old shitty noisy bathroom fan with a new whisper
1: quiet version I replaced it with a, a whisper quiet Panasonic something or other. And it was a, uh, it was a relatively straightforward job, but there was a few things that I had to uh, correct. So it was larger. So I had to cut a larger hole and then mad at me when they installed the old one, it was a smaller fit and it didn't come with a bracket or anything to, to mount between the joists. So they just screwed in a two by four, a, a, just a loose piece of two by four. They screwed it into the ceiling and used that as one of the mounting brackets for the other side of the, bra- the, the other side of the fan, which may have been one of the reasons it was noisy. Cause I'm sure that was the thing wasn't all, Yeah. It wasn't that secure. Um, but I couldn't tell from inside the base, inside of the, the bathroom, what that piece of wood was. I assumed that was, a, that's what it was, but I didn't know if something else was connected to it or if it was actually connected to the joist somehow. So I went up into the attic, walked all the way across as you balance and maneuver my way through all the trusses and saw, okay, it's just a piece of wood screwed into the, the, the drywall. There's nothing connected on either end. So I removed that, cut the right hole, installed the fan, and then realized that they only had just enough um, wire to connect to the fan that was there. And the new fan, the, wire, the connections are on the opposite side of it. So I needed like a foot of length. So I had to go put a junction box in the attic, get some more wire, extend it, da 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 so that's why I had the knee pads. I was kneeling on the floor, on the the joists, the ceiling joists in the attic in order to set up the wiring and then tape up the, the, uh, the new fan. I didn't want it to have any loose areas where moisture may get through. So I did it properly and it works great. Oh, good for you. Yeah. Um, we often say oh, mad
0: at me when they installed it. Right. And we're talking about new builds today. We're talking about the pitfalls about new builds. And I just wanted to tie this in real quick, because when we say, and that's, it's it's general, Uh, it happens all the time, Uh, whether it's realtors, homeowners, even builders themselves, whoever, they say, oh, mad at me, you know, mad at me's roofs are shit or Mattamy installed this incorrectly. What I think a lot of people that need to know, yes, Mattamy has their own crews for a lot of things, but Mattamy as a home builder, you know, we're calling Mattamy out because they're very well known and very prominent in, in Halton region. Um, but they, for a lot of their work, it's piecework, it's subcontract work. So they're just hiring another company to come in and get the job done. So, you know, when we and, and that, you know, from a business standpoint, I think a lot of industries are, are like that. For example, even in. OK, it's still real estate related, but in our business, you know, we hire a third party company to uh, do our floor plans. As an example, we hire a third party company to clean uh, our properties and they're they're totally separate companies but from a consumer perspective it's seen as no nope, i hired kt and kt did a shit job of cleaning the house
1: absolutely well um, it all falls back on us and that's you know that's why we changed have changed some of our suppliers in the past because they didn't live up to our standards
0: yeah and um you know so when when mademy quote unquote mademy installed your bathroom fan um, it wasn't mad at me. It was, you know, X, Y, Z, whatever HVAC. Yeah. And, um, so sometimes you gotta think about that and, and X, Y, Z HVAC may have installed your fan, but they may have not installed mine, right? It could have been a separate company or separate contractor or whatever, Yeah. <laughs> uh, working on the very house next door. So sometimes those things are hard to gauge, but anyways, back to the root of the topic. Do you want to chat yeah. about uh, what what initiated yeah. this thought so for
1: you? A lot of uh, inspiration for podcast topics often comes off of these local Facebook pages. Uh, pages So this one in particular was Milton Talk, which we've mentioned before. It's uh, the most prominent general group for the uh, the town of Milton, um, and somebody in one of the newer neighborhoods um, was complaining and asking a question. So their complaint was that they're basically cut off from town because of all the road work and bridge work going on in that neighborhood. And, and due to the work that's occurring right now, there's only one way in and out of their neighborhood. Um, And it obviously sparked a lot of conversation as most topics do on that page. Um, And I, I commented saying you yeah, know, well, that's unfortunate, but these are some of the, as you mentioned, pitfalls of new construction, and these are things that should you should be aware of when buying into a new development, especially in a town that's growing as fast as in this case Milton, because they don't have all that infrastructure yet. If you get um, an area like Oakville, where they they they're they're they're, they're doing infill and they're taking a community within an existing community and expanding it. You've already got a lot of the roads and infrastructure there. It's a little bit different in those cases, but here they it's widening roads. They're adding bridges, um, changing intersections, putting in roundabouts, et cetera. So there's a lot of work going on and it takes a, you know, a few years to get caught up. I mean, we, I think we can say how long, how long did it take in our neighborhood? Would you say before they well, got all I'll, the plazas up? I'm, every-
0: you know, Same thing. For us, it was one road in and out, and it was not convenient. Uh, There were no parks, and there was no plaza or anything. Um, The parks came in. I want to say the first one was probably we were living there for two years, maybe three. Yeah. Um, And the plaza was five or six years before it came in.
1: Yeah. I remember when Bronte Street was closed, we used to throw the ball on there with Carter and run him up and down street when they were doing construction there.
0: Yeah. Well, but here's the thing. Number one, how absurd is it that you bought a home on farmland and it, and didn't expect this to happen. Right. Like literally when you signed the agreement of purchase and sale, there were fucking cows on the lawn roaming, because it was a farm. What did you expect? Like, this is not Sim City. It doesn't get done in like three days. Uh, There's a whole plan uh, that goes around it. And number two, the plans are actually available on the town's website for you to check out. So before you decided, oh, I'm going to buy a new Mattamy, I was standing in line for three days because I'm buying it for 700 grand and it's going to be worth 800 grand by the time I close. That's why I'm buying it. Well, why didn't you hop onto the Milton website and look at the plans of the expansion of Britannia Road? Look at the plans of expansion for that neighborhood uh, and see what you're going to be dealing with. And now you have the balls to complain about, oh, no, they closed down all the roads and uh, there's too much dust, and you know, like, what, why didn't you buy a resale home? Now you're going you to complain them to
1: your microphone. You get cut off when you do that. Well, we need better mics then. No, it's probably in our best interest that they cut off when you get heated. No, they.
0: So um, it's it's it's. Well, I'm not getting. It's not that I'm getting heated. I think it's. Absolutely ridiculous that somebody buys a new construction home in the first couple of phases where it's obvious that, like, okay, Thompson Road, south of Louis St. Laurent to Britannia, was a paved one way or one lane each way road. The, The pavement on that road was so bad that it might as well have been gravel.
1: That was yeah, it was not a, it was a dangerous road. The shoulders there's, were sh- were short.
0: There's literally nothing else on the east side of that road. Nothing else on the south side of that intersection. Like there's nothing else. Yeah. Well, what did you expect? Right. That's part that's part of Okay, we're talking pitfalls. That's part of the process. In buying a new construction home in one of the early phases, that's why as phases get older, like you go into phase 5, 6, 12, whatever, the prices go up because now it's a more desirable living situation. Right. Yes, you buy in a new construction area, you're likely not going to have driveway, grass, parks, amenities. Your your kids are going to get shuffled around schools. Yeah, Um,
1: that's that's reality. So I think that I mean the premise of it is just this person had no idea what to expect. Obviously, so they just heard, "Oh, new construction, Milton. It's a good buy. Let's go purchase it and move there." But so how did you know? I think
0: spend three quarters, uh, or probably spend a million bucks, and you have no idea what you're spending it on, other than a duty
1: floor plan. Right. Yeah. Well, and it's, and it's not a bad purchase at all. It's i uh, I'm sure they did well with it, but it's a matter of if that's where you want to live, which it sounds like this person's, that's their intention of the buy. Otherwise they wouldn't be complaining so much if they were just flipping the house. But you know, if you want to live there, you need to figure out, okay, well, what are the pros and cons to buying in a community like this? And the same thing exists for existing Communities Like one of, part of my post was saying that this is why a lot of the older neighborhoods are becoming more desirable because people uh, don't like the new construction lifestyle. They don't like the dust. They don't like that they can't open their windows in the spring and the, in the summer. They don't like that they have nowhere to walk their dog or take their kids to play for a couple of years. So that's why there's a lot of people moving in into the inner parts of the town that's already developed. And, you know, some of the downfalls there may be that they don't have, uh, they're not as close to all of the new amenities. All the new amenities are going to be on the outer areas of town because that's where all the new constructions happening. All the new plazas are going up, but they have wider roads, bigger lots, bigger trees, um, a very different type of lifestyle, completely different.
0: Well, that's why renovated homes on those older streets are doing extremely well because you'll have that balance of nice mature trees wider lots and a more modern or you know more contemporary style
1: inside the home yeah what do you think i was gonna say what do you think because a lot of people's hesitation with these older homes is that they like the new updates and finishes and stuff. But of course, then when they see the ones you're talking about, they're like, Oh my gosh, that's so nice. So, but I find like one of the hesitations people have is, Oh, I don't want to take on any, any renovations. What does that mean? I don't want to take on any renovations. What is their mindset? And because it's, when I see it, I, you know, maybe because we're immersed in the business, it's not a big deal. I don't understand. Why wouldn't you want to? coordinate if you know have renovations over the course of a month you can accomplish a lot in that time and make it your own home even hire a general contractor so you don't have to do it
0: well this is something that i'm considering in in our search for a new home is the homes that we've been into that have had renovations
1: aren't suitable for us or we don't like them um like you don't like the way they're they've been done Correct, right. or the
0: and and you you end up paying for those renovations. So to tear right. down those renovations, and you do it, it might be okay if you've got the right house in the right location and and you know you're willing to live with it as is for a few years and whatever. But the challenge is if you have children, especially, um, I don't know how much work you can get done in a month. Real realistically, like if you're talking floors, kitchen, tearing down walls, bathroom, like if you're doing a pretty significant renovation, it's gonna go longer than four weeks. Certainly now with everything that's happening with COVID and availability of contractors, availability of supplies, um, those things. But you know, I, I had this chat with Natalie. I said, well potentially that means us moving into an airbnb or a short-term rental um just so our lives are not um you know totally uprooted in in the sense that if you're going to have construction workers in there every day and you're gutting a kitchen as an example you still need a kitchen um you know it it's a big undertaking um to Take on certain renovations it is it depends how extensive it is if you're just replacing floors well floors you can do in a week or two max um and do that even in terms of
1: a bridge between
0: your you see that like and... i
1: think that's part of the problem it's it, you can do it in a, a couple of days i've i've seen well uh, one of our good clients and a friend of mine he um had all new floors put in, I think in like three days his whole house all the all the like I can't remember what was there before it was a combination of tile and old hardwood, tore it all up, there was uneven areas where there was some floors higher than others so they got all that done, they put in the new floors and had it done I think within like two or three days and it was a two thousand twenty one hundred square foot home
0: yeah that's good,
1: so you know, if you coordinate it in advance, baseboards, and,
0: new baseboards or existing.
1: New trim. Yeah. Baseboards, oh, door fair, trim, very window good. trim, pretty extensive rental. Yeah. I mean that the, the trim work might've been in addition to that time frame. I'm, I'm throwing out there, but, um, you know, hire the right I mean, people. Anyway, you can I mean, yeah. Uh,
0: things like floors, countertops, painting, light fixtures. Those are the easy things I'm talking when you start tearing down walls, uh, having to relocate plumbing, Ordering cabinetry, laying yeah. multi, multi um, like different types of materials, like tile, wood, carpet.
1: Like once you start getting different mixes in there, that slows things down. And then well, when I moved into my first house, it wasn't even ready. I remember I had, what was it? It was the kitchen countertop wasn't in. So they had a big yeah, piece of plywood that. and a sink sitting on it.
0: I remember that just so they could close on the property. Yeah. But, um, you know, I think the new home buyer is buying a new construction home because they want a brand new home that nobody else has lived in. They like the idea of picking their own choices, their own colors, their own floors, cabinetry, Uh, Some builders allow for minor adjustments on the floor plans, So you look at those 2D floor plans and you say, oh, yeah, I really like how whatever the living room is open to the kitchen. Um, But I wish there was a sliding door instead of a garden door. You know, sometimes the builders will work with you with those sort of things. But, you know, in terms of pitfalls, besides from dealing with things like Expanding roads and dust and no grass and no parks and no pavement, et cetera. Um, fence.
1: Yeah, I guess time two, three years.
0: Yeah, got to wait until everything's been signed off and graded properly. Um, you got to order window coverings. Right now, things like that are getting delayed. So can't get measurements until you got the keys. So they go in, they take measurements, and you're without window coverings four to six weeks. And that's if you get them in there right away. What about appliances? We have a client. um, I won't say their name. I know she listens to the podcast. We've helped them sell a number of homes. We've helped uh, her family sell a number of homes, moved into a brand new home back in... I want to say May or June. And she posted something on Instagram a couple of days ago. And I commented on it because there was no stove, no range in the kitchen. This is October.
1: So this is a house that didn't come with it. So they had ordered it and it wasn't available yet. Yeah. yeah.
0: Most new homes don't come with appliances now. (laughs) Uh, So they had ordered it. I think she said two or three months before they got the key. So it's six months ago they ordered this stove and still don't have it. Can you imagine being without a, a stove and an oven for, I don't know, how long that's been now, since May, so four or five months? Yeah, they're doing okay with it. I mean, I guess if you have an air fryer and an and an instant pot, that's all you need, really. But
1: well, it's yeah. I guess it depends. That everybody's different. I mean, you could make do with anything. My brother and uh, sister in law in Huntsville, their new house, they don't have a kitchen yet. They're just using basically like you're saying, <laughs> small appliances.
0: Yeah, but they just moved in. What if it's five months from now?
1: Would be no, a no. I different. know for sure. But, but appliances, gotta...
0: a lot of appliances now are on back order.
1: Yeah, I know lots of people that. I mean it's been that way for a long time, but so you've
0: got no fence, you've got no window coverings, you've got no appliances. AC. You got no AC. Your light fixtures are all those five-dollar builder
1: fixtures. Well, that I wouldn't uh that because when you buy a resale home, like let's talk old community, you're you don't have those. You have the cheap builder fixtures from 30 years ago (laughs) because a lot of people never replace them.
0: What are known as boob lights.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They're they're coming coming back.
0: They're coming back. Yeah. You got to spray paint the white into like brass to make them look. (laughs) That's like a TikTok quick fix, right? Like, yeah, uh, there you go. uh, Spray your boob lights with this brass paint.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There you go. There's a new quick, quick, quick tip. Quick 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 tip tick tock. TikTok, quick tip. There you go. That's our new that five quick times tip. Quick tip TikTok series.
0: TikTok, quick tip.
1: Um, um yeah. Anyways, anyway. Well, we just keep repeating each other because we spend too much time talking to each other. <laughs> so would you buy uh I mean I think I know the answer because I know what, what you're doing, but would you would you be Overly enthusiastic about buying new construction again. The first time I I was excited. I
0: I love the idea of buying a new build home. Yeah. Uh, I just find that it's so limiting now because a lot of the builders are doing it. So you can't customize much. Right. And you go into their quote unquote design centers and yeah, you have options, but you have like four. Four options, right. right? Like you can have hardware upgrade number one, two, three, or four.
1: Yeah. And well, and even then it's like asterisks. And if this isn't available, we'll substitute it with something similar.
0: Right. Which happened to me with one of my carpet selections in the bedrooms. Yeah. I upgraded to a Berber carpet in three of our bedrooms. And they called me, you know, a few weeks before closing and said, Hey, the carpet you chose is not available. And I'm like, well all of the other selections were based on the color of that carpet. So now it screws up everything. Um, But that happens, right? Well, that you know, like even what I find with floors, as an example, flooring in general has come a very long way in the last 10 years. You look at some of the tile options that exist um, at some of the bigger uh, brands or, or, retail locations, and even some of the tile companies that ship direct that are on Instagram, you have some beautiful tiles right now. And you go into the builder's showroom or their uh, upgrade center or whatever they call it. And yeah, there's just a decent selection, but nothing that stands out and says, wow, this is custom or Wow, I got to have this tile. It's like, okay, here's your subway tile, here's your herringbone tile, and we're going to charge you 3 times as much as it will cost you to have it installed just for a convenience factor. Yeah. And and because that's where we make our money. You know, builders make a ton of money on on those upgrades, right? Yeah. So, and and buyer beware. If you feel that the price of this new construction home is so good compared to what's out there on the resale market, you get what you pay for.
1: Yeah. I just was so a great idea.
0: They are deceivingly low to pull you in, sell it quickly, but then you realize half of the stuff that you want is an upgrade at a premium. And it doesn't have things like the AC, the, the appliances, and all that. So you just keep adding, 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 adding. And like right now, everybody's getting delayed too. Yeah. Right? So we have one client. Um, they purchased their, I have a um, signed listing agreement to list their existing property which I signed with them last January, I believe. So January of 2020, we're now into October of 2021. You're going you're gonna to hit 2022. So we will, we probably will. They've been delayed four times.
1: I had a client recently who we sold their house before they moved into a new construction home and two weeks before closing, they got delayed three weeks. So then they had to go find a, an and, Airbnb. And-
0: and and the builders are getting away with it because it's uh, quote unquote out well, of their control
1: due to COVID. Well, no, they're still they're still protected by Terreon. It still qualifies for all that stuff.
0: Yeah, but well, it's not
1: convenient. Now you're moving twice. Throw kids and pets into the picture and becomes not only costly potentially if the compensation through Terion and the builder doesn't cover it, but just pain in the ass.
0: So that's, oh, I, the, before I forget, what's your, I idea? what's your good idea? My
1: idea. We should you, do You're going to share it with the crowd? Yeah.
0: You're share it yeah. with the audience? We can get
1: someone's opinion on it. I, I'm pretty sure everybody will think, oh my God, Adrian, you're a genius. Mm-hmm. You should do it. This is what you and I should do. We should go buy two townhouses, side-by-side, side. new construction, side-by-side. Side. One, we upgrade to the nines through the builder. The other one is basic, basic, basic. We close on both. Then we go in, hire our trades to go in and upgrade the other one, and see what the cost difference is.
0: Sure, it's a good idea. I w- I won't partner on the one that you're spending all the upgrade money on with the builder, though. So well, you just you have can, somebody rent can, it
1: out for a year, and you'll do okay. You,
0: you you can find somebody else for that one. I'll go in on the uh, the one with no upgrades. Thank you.
1: So okay, well
0: then we you buy know, actually, one. Actually, that's that's a question we get. All the time, clients yeah. will always message us or followers will always message us and say, Hey, we're thinking about buying this brand new construction home out in wherever. Uh, do you think it's a good idea to do this upgrade or what upgrades do you think? And we've talked about this on past podcasts. I don't know what episodes. Go back, scroll through, and you'll find it. Uh, what to by do the way, before versus you can, after. You can. For those of you listening to this episode, this is episode 152 of KT Confidential, the real estate podcast. You can go and watch all of these podcasts on YouTube by going to ktconfidential.ca. And of course, you can um, listen to it anywhere you stream your podcast. So the upgrades that are are must do, we've talked about this, the unchangeable stuff, Um, So if we were to buy two townhouses same next door to each other, um, I would still say if you had an option to upgrade the staircase, um, upgrade the ceiling height, open up the floor plan, or create a bigger bathroom, certainly in the primary ensuite, uh, those are things that you really don't want to get into doing.
1: Right depending on at what cost. So if it pushes a laundry to the basement, just be a little weary of that.
0: I'm trying to think of where we could buy two townhomes right now. Well, we'd have to
1: do construction. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe somewhere like Woodstock That
0: would be affordable. I don't know. Certainly you can, you can buy some in Oakville at, 1.1
1: or we could do uh up in huntsville gravenhurst Bracebridge, huntsville somewhere like that we've got enough context I, up there
0: i love huntsville as an investment i've been saying that now for a few years i've been spending a lot of time in huntsville obviously it's on my way to um our property up north about a half an hour drive door to door from downtown huntsville to our cottage So i've been spending quite a bit of time and if you need anything you need any Um, shop or anything, or you want to go to a restaurant or anything, that's the only place to go. But as an investment, not even long-term, like that's like a midterm, maybe even a shorter term, but a midterm investment, like five to seven years, uh, whoever's investing in Huntsville property, Huntsville real estate right now is going to do really, 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 really well. Um, And I'm not just talking waterfront property, I'm talking Really anything in Huntsville is going to do yeah. quite well, that's my opinion, but yeah, we can have a look i'd I'd be open to uh something of that nature. I wonder if some if there are some of our followers that um, you know would share their um like if they bought a very basic home and then decided to uh, spend some money and renovate it on their own uh, on their own dime after Yeah. Um, well, we know somebody. Um, one of our past clients and one of our shop Insta here. There you go. Um, they bought a brand new build, closed on it and gutted the kitchen. Yeah. And did a whole custom kitchen, like literally took out all the cabinets, the floors, whatever, after they closed days, after they closed. And then install their own
1: stuff. See, that would be kind of neat. You'd literally, take it almost right back. Not, I mean, you don't tear the walls down necessarily, but take out all the cabinets, upgrade all of the tubs, and shit, you know everything. Be interesting to see how the prices work out. But the nice thing I, I find with doing it yourself afterwards or buying pre-resale uh, and doing it is the options are endless. Like the materials, the, the colors, the styles, the the way you install the tile, like I don't think a lot of builders will do herringbone. They might do it oh. as a backsplash if it comes as a, that's what right. the, the tile is, but they won't do it in your foyer.
0: Right. Well, I had issues. I upgraded my grout color when I purchased this home 11 years yeah, ago. Yeah, my
1: grout's terrible.
0: And not only was the grout and the grouting job terrible, but when they handed over the keys, the grout that was supposed to be white, was gray because of all of the dust and dirt that they didn't protect uh, the pile or the grout against. Um, And they came back and redid it and it just looked brutal. It still looks brutal, but um, you know, that is what it is. But let's, I mean, we titled this pitfalls of buying a new construction. If you're looking for um, less hassle of getting those newer finishes, that is a way to do it, is just buying that brand new home. Um, But at at the same time, I'll I'll throw out this caveat that is it less hassle? Because now all of a sudden you've got this new home, you've got to get all of these other trades in there to, again, put those, bring the appliances in, put the window coverings up, install the fence, install the AC, et cetera, et cetera what about all those carry-on claims in the first year? Yeah. So you've got all these deficiencies that are under warranty. That's great. But we've all heard the horror stories of you submitting that claim for your warranty. And the builder says, okay, go or whatever. We'll have somebody there for Monday at 9 a.m. You take the day off work. So you're waiting for this person at 9am and they don't show up and you're like, what happened? They go, the whole day goes by. Nobody ever showed up. That happens on a consistent basis. Yeah. Very, very regular basis that it happens, that appointments aren't um, uh, fulfilled and that you end up tracking down, have to track down people and it's a pain in the butt to get some of that work done and most is most of these deficiencies they're not small things like we're i'm not talking about the you know the nail pops and well there's another thing nail pop okay so there's a nail pop you put it on your warranty you know what the builder does they come they fix the nail pop they patch it up but they don't repaint well they don't even sand it they just
1: slap plaster on
0: right because they're not waiting until it dries to sand it down for you so they slap plaster on and now you got to sand it down and repaint. We're listing a property in Milton that I'm going to say it's about eight years old. And it's an older gentleman, retired gentleman, retired gentleman that um, he did it by the book. He's the original owner. So seven years ago, he filled out the Tarion claim for some damage in the walls and the ceiling and all this. And they came in, they fixed it. It's still like that. (laughs) <laughs> because he didn't do it himself. Couldn't be bothered, I guess, to call somebody to fix it. So before listing it, we have our, uh, a painter going in to paint the whole house and fix that all up. But,
1: you know, so. when well, I think a lot of problems too, they don't, they don't present themselves right away, right? Like we had a client uh, call me the other day. She and her family moved into a house that was between two and three years old and they had a leak water dripping through the master uh, bedroom. They were installing a ceiling fan. They had water dripping through one day and turns out it was probably penetrating through somewhere where there was a vent. So maybe the flashing was bad. I don't know. Anyways, uh, it was out of warranty for that sort of stuff. So they had to hire a roofer to come in and repair it. And that sometimes happens. I mean, you get a house that's 10 years old and it's likely that, you know, through the course of 10 Cycles of seasons that the house has shifted enough, and all the most of the problems have presented themselves by that point.
0: So you were up in your attic installing this new fan. You haven't been up into your attic for a while. How's your attic look?
1: It's bone dry, it's good. Yeah. insulation is all good. Yeah. yeah. No yeah.
0: signs of rodents.
1: None. None. Oh, that's
0: good.
1: Yeah. No, it's uh I've I've poked my head up there maybe. Half a dozen times, if that, over the course of a decade. But this time I walked all the way to the other side, so I was quite thorough. Did you take any pictures? No, just a selfie. <laughs> with you with your knee pads on? Yeah. No, no, I couldn't get the whole me in the, in the frame up there. Mm-hmm. Just me with my mask on. The dark, dismal attic in the background
0: wow, this is the perfect weather to go up into your attic. It's not too hot,
1: not too cold. So yeah, exactly. Probably why you did it now. Yes, that and I was told to. So I did. Good job. Good job.
0: All right. Uh, That's it for today. Episode 152 of KT Confidential. If you have any comments, we'd love to hear it. Leave us a message um, and give us some ideas of what you want to hear in the next episode. We'd love to hear what you want to hear. We'll talk about it in episode one fifty three. We don't have a topic for one fifty-three, so somebody give us a topic.
1: This was Sounds episode
0: one fifty two. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Adrian. Nice chatting as always. Have
1: yourself a My good day. Pleasure.
0: You too. Bye.